Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala khatimil enbiyai vel mursalin. Seyyidina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. Allahümme Rabbena leke elhamdü li enneke entel rahmanirrahim. Allahümme Rabbena leke elhamdü li enneke entel afuul kerim. Allahümme Rabbena leke elhamdü li enneke tuafis selimi ve teşfis sakim. اللهم ربنا لك الحمد لأنك أنت رب العرش العظيم نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت الرب الواحد العزيز الحكيم ونشهد أن محمدا عبدك ورسولك ونشكرك يا رب الجواد الحليم إن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهجي هدر رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله عز وجل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل الله أعلم بما لبثوا له غيب السماوات والأرض أبصر به وأسمع ما لهم من دونه من ولي ولا يشرك في حكمه أحد صدق الله العظيم. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa taala, the blessed King who reigns with love from on high. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa taala, the precious beloved Lord whose love we cannot possibly deny. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa taala, the merciful Lord who hears every gasp and knows every cry. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the merciful, uh, the, the noble liege who does not deceive and does not lie. Nothing else is worthy of worship except He, the one God whom we should never belie. And all peace and blessings being upon His beloved Messenger, upon whom be peace, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whom we love and in whom God's eternal love resides. In, um, in the film, The Return of the Jedi, Yoda had just passed away, and Obi-Wan Kenobi comes. He, you know, he's a force ghost. And he comes and he, and he talks to Luke. And Luke says, why didn't you tell me that Darth Vader was my father? And he, you said, he said, you said, Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Why didn't you say he was my father? And he said that, yeah, Vader was seduced by the dark side of the force. When that happened, the good man, uh, um, he was, uh, when that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. And then Luke says, uh, he was questions, a certain point of view. And he says, Luke, many of the things, many of the truths we claim, we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. And in an earlier episode that was from later, the Emperor Palpatine tells a young Anakin Skywalker, he says, you know, the, he says that the Jedi do good, and then he says, good is a point of view, Anakin. Good is a point of view. And it was very, it's so, the, it's interest, so interesting how the truths in the divine scripture are all over art. Right? So, in this verse that, that comes after the end of, Surah, of the story of Ashab al-Kahf, the young youth, the youth who went and took refuge in the cave when they were persecuted for their belief in, in, in the one God. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end, when Allah talks about the passage about, they say they were five and their six was the dog, and they say they were six and the seventh, and they were seven and the eighth was the dog. And Allah says, and then, they spent 300 years plus nine. An interesting 300 years plus nine. 
it's consistent in the lunar and solar because 300 lunar years are 309 solar years. Right? So when Allah says, وَلَبِثُوا فِي كَهْفِهِمْ ثَلَاثُ وَمِئَةٍ سِنِينَ was دَادُ تِسْعَةٍ that they stayed in their cave for 300 years plus 9. If it's 300 lunar years, that's accurate. If it's 300 solar years, that's accurate. Both. SubhanAllah. But then at the end of all this, how many they were, how long they stayed, because the point of the story is not how many people were there and how, and how long they stayed. That's not the point of the story. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to tell us, you know, we, we always do that. Someone talks about something important and then we ask an irrelevant detail. How many were in the cave? Who cares? How long did they stay? Who cares? Allah is trying to tell us, that's not the point of the story. And at the end, he says, God knows how long they stayed. To him belongs the unseen of the heavens and the earth. Right? This is, now this is interesting. When I look at all the translations, all the translations, even this one, um, all the translations say how wonderful sight he has and how um let me just pull up the exact translation they said how well he sees and how well he hears every single one abdul halim yusuf ali even even the the tafsir but they, that's not what the arabic says and i looked and i wanted to make sure the arabic says absir bihi asmar absir it's a it's a command and when you look at the literal the literal arabic it says see with him or through him and make to hear with him that beyond uh, other than than him allah no one has a, a protecting friend and no one can share in his in his sovereignty or his or 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 his rule. So I, I don't understand why that translation was like that. Absir bihi wa asmir. Allah is saying the filter through which you see and hear should be divine. Meaning we need to see everything through glasses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to hear everything through a filter. That includes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is saying, see the world through my filter. Listen through my filter. And it's interesting, absir wa asmir, hearing and seeing. Other parts of the Quran says, inna sam'a wal basara wal fu'ada kullu ulaika kana mas'ula. That the, the hearing and the seeing and the fu'ad, that emotional heart, will all be asked. Allah will ask us about them. Why seeing and hearing? You know, we 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 frequently talk, it's there's obsessed about and all over social media about the things we put into our mouth, about our body. You are what you eat, right? How many we worried, and then people put they're cooking people on TikTok and how they cook and they make stuff healthy, and everyone's obsessed about what they put in their bodies and all that stuff and the gas station heroin that people do. Very little attention is paid to the things we hear and the things we see. But, what, and, but those two paths, the eyes and the ears, go to the heart. 
that what we see that is, that is iniquitous deadens the heart. What we hear that is iniquitous deadens the heart because it desensitizes the heart to horror. The more it's not, it's not by accident that, 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 that the um, film industry inserts indecency into the films. I read the number one textbook, because I have a thing about screenwriting. I have, a, I have a knack for screenwriting. I read the number one textbook that all the film schools use for screenwriting. And in that textbook, the author said, if you do not have in the movie or the scene or in the movie sex, add it. Put it in, even if it's camels mating in the background. That is what they're teaching them. And, and, and when you look at films that, that there's, there's no, it has no bearing on the story. And when you read, and you read reviews, they say, is this, does this uh, scene of indecency, does it forward the plot or does it satisfy, listen, the voyeuristic desire of the, uh, of the audience? It, they, they admit their, 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 their point is that it's just satisfying the base desires of the audience to watch something that they shouldn't be watching, something that should only be conducted in the privacy of one home. It's in full display. And sometimes they, 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 then, they, then they, they really insult your intelligence. Oh, no, no, no. This is not about the audience. This is forwarding the story. <laughs> it is not by accident. Shaitan knows what he's doing. Because what it does is it desensitizes the heart to the horror that is on the screen from a moral perspective. Same thing with the, with, with, the, with the ears. What we hear and what we see goes to the heart directly and can deaden it and desensitize it. And once your heart is desensitized to haram, what's the big deal? I've been watching it for 10 years on the, on the screen, on the phone, scrolling. What if I do it? No big deal. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Unlike the Prophet when he taught us that you that, that Iman, the sweetness of Iman is that you hate to go back to Kufr, and I'm not saying it's Kufr, but I mean as an example, you go back to disbelief like you hate being thrown into the fire. Because you're desensitized, you would never want to do that. But the problem is there we're because we see it on a normal, regular basis, we become what's well, no big deal. I'm used to it. I've been seeing it for 10 years. That we should always be looking, the lens through which we look at the world and we see and hear should be the lens of the divine. How what, am I, and, and then by, by, by extension, by what we speak, by what we say. Like in, in, uh, in, the, in the Quran, it talks about a good word. That Allah casts the parable of a good word like a good tree. Its roots are firm. And it branches in the sky. Right? That it gives, it bears its fruit constantly by the, by the permission of its Lord. That is a good word. Well, a good word will come out of a good heart. And so, not only now that the, the exegesis is that that good word is La ilaha illallah, and that's true. And it shouldn't be just restricted to la ilaha illallah. It should be any good word. That, that, that we should only be expounding good words as best as possible, as much as possible. Because that good word, you know, and a good word, of Happy New Year. 
Subhanallah. I was in, I was in, I, alhamdulillah, Allah blessed, blessed my family and I to do Umrah this past winter. I can't tell you how many positive uh, interactions I had by telling the hotel worker or whatever, Happy New Year. It's not a religious greeting. It's not a religious holiday. It's the new year. Everyone knows it's the new year. It's super crowded in the haram because it's the new year. But you say, in Arabic, Happy New Year. And immediately, the person smiles and says, Happy New Year to you as well. And you have that moment of genuine connection with your brother or your sister. And you wish them happiness in the new year. What's wrong with that? And you could tell no one ever told that person Happy New Year. <laughs> Salam alaikum, yeah. I mean, how many times do we say Salam alaikum and people don't, don't, don't respond? And it's very frustrating. And by the way, it is amr, fard, for the Muslim to, re to return Salam. The Prophet in a hadith, he said that there's a portion of reward given to, the, to, the, to people who say salam to one another. 99% is given to the person who begins the salam. But the return of the salam, as the Quran says, it is mandatory upon the person who has, who's, who has been greeted to return the greeting, and it, you are supposed to give a better greeting than that. It's mandatory. It's not like an option. How many times do we say salam alaikum and, they, and they, they, they don't even respond? Maybe they don't hear, and maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But you clearly, they hear and they don't respond. Come on, I am wishing the peace of God upon you. What better, what better do you want me to do? That's normal, salam alaikum, in the, in, in the Muslim majority world. But, when, but I, could, I just noticed, when I said Happy New Year, everyone with wide smiles, that it was sad that none of these people are, are wishing them happiness in the new year. Goodness in the new year. That's the power of a good word. And the more, the better heart we have, the more good words come out of our mouth. And then the, the opposite. And a bad word, and we have to be very careful of the, of the things we say, right? Me, chief, first and foremost, I have to be very careful, is like a bad tree. It's uprooted. And any kind of wind will blow it, up, will blow it over. So, absir bihi wa asmir. As we move forward, and this is the time of resolutions, even though it's almost January is halfway finished. Absir bihi wa asmir. I, I, it's, it's just, I don't understand why that translation is how well he sees. Yes, Allah sees and hears the best. And that's not what the text says. The text says, absir, it's a command. Absir bihi. Look at the world through the lens of God. Wasmer. And listen, make to hear through bihi. It's, it's, it's implied with the lens of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we should look at everything that we're doing, everything that we see, and then have thinking of, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to look at this? Am I supposed to listen to this? Am I supposed to go there? Am I supposed to do this? Where, where, where does Allah want me to be here? That it should be the filter that we see, the glasses that we look through. You know, people on social media put filters all the time. And it's a problem. It's a problem for our, for our kids because they're scrolling through kids that look just gorgeous. Everyone's gorgeous because it's fake. It's all filters. And then they feel bad about themselves. How come I don't look as gorgeous as this person? 
Because it's all a filter. Well, the filter of the believer has to be the divine. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we see and we hear. And it's not by accident that Allah talks about absir bihi wa asma' because those two routes, the eyes and the ears, go to the hearts. And if you have a corrupt heart, then, then it's a disaster. Because, because, only, because a corrupt heart will look at the book of God and get pushed further away. كل ذنب عظيم توبوا إلى الله إن الله يحب التوابين ويحب المتصهرين واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ولا أما بعد you know in this cold we are blessed to be able to be um, working in warmth, that we came here safely, uh, despite the difficult world conditions. And I just want to like pause and think about all of our sisters and brothers around the world who are not as blessed with shelter from the cold, especially the, our sisters and brothers in, the, in, in, in Gaza, in the Holy Land, in Palestine. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them shelter as he has given us shelter. May Allah give them warmth as he has given us warmth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help our sisters and brothers in, uh, uh, in, in, the, in the camps in China, our sisters and brothers who are being subjected to genocide in Sudan, our sisters and brothers who are being oppressed all over the world as we are blessed with warmth and shelter and food and, and, and drink and safety. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower them with warmth and shelter and food and drink and safety and happiness uh, today and every single day. And so let us commit to putting on the glasses of the divine when we see and putting on the earpods in the earpods of the the earpods or the earpods of the divine when we hear that way we protect our heart just as we should be careful of what we put into our mouths for our physical bodies we need to be careful what we put into our eyes and our ears for our heart because like I said before a corrupt heart, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that this Yahdi, you know, Hudan lil Mutaqeen, this book is a guidance for the God conscious, not for everyone. It didn't say everyone. Later in Surah Al Baqarah, that same chapter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, God does not shy away from making a parable of a gnat or bigger or smaller. For those who believe, know it's the truth from the Lord. Those who are in their heart is a disease. What does God mean by a gnat or this whatever method? With it, he misguides. Literally, the, the word is misguides a lot. And guides a lot, meaning that if the heart is sick, has a has a disease, then you read something in the in the book. You read the you open up the book, can push you farther away. It depends on you the the, the state of your heart, the and that's what's what's beautiful about the book of God, is that it is not the same book twice. You can read the same verse ten times, and one day 
depending on the state of where, where you are, what's going on in your, your, your life, your heart, you get a benefit that you never saw before. Like this, like absir bihi wa esmer. Three words. Three words that you run, that we maybe go over if we read kaf every single week. And I encourage all of us to read Surah Al-Kaf every single week. You go over it. You don't think about it. Then today, for example, whatever reason, you stop and you reflect. And then you can sit and reflect and reflect and reflect and you get a new benefit. That's the beauty of this book. That's the power of this book. It's not the same book twice. But it's dependent on the state of your heart. It's dependent on the state of my heart. That if my heart is in a bad place, the, I, I, I may not get guidance. How many... You see it, man. You see it in the uh, local school, on this local um, uh, uh, village village meetings. When you, you, you want to build the masjid, when you want to build a mosque, and people come in, they don't come in with the Bible, they come in with the Quran. They say, look at what their book says. Have no idea what they're talking about. But a sick heart will open up the, the Quran and say, Psh, I don't want this. And you know what? That's not them. That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, well, I don't want you. When they deviated, then God deviated their hearts. God sees our attitude first. And if we're the, and if, and if we're the ones that are intransigent, the biggest disaster that Allah says, to hell with you, literally, I'll see you on the day of judgment. That's an absolute disaster. So we have to be very careful that we are not one of those where our heart is so sick that God pushes us further away. May Allah protect us all from that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah azza wa jal protect our hearts. May He purify our hearts. May He allow us to see with the lens of the divine. May He allow us to hear with the lens of the divine. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to tread the path that you want us to tread. May Allah, oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala please allow us to be those among those when we are seen you are remembered please let our the light of our hearts shine in this earth let the 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 inhabitants of the heavens see us as light on this earth and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to rise above the weaknesses we have as human beings to be the best believers possible rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab an-nar rabbana la tazigh qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hab lana min ladunka rahma innaka anta al-wahhab اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار وأجرنا من النار يا عزيز ويا غفار وادخلنا الفردوس الأعلى واحشرنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيقة عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي عذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه يزدكم واستغفروه يغفر لكم وأقم الصلاة